listeners. Hello. I sure hope you like The Bear on FX slash Hulu, which is where I watch it. And if you don't, I know you at least like Wilco, so we'll still have something for you to chew on. Ooh, food pun. Very appropriate. Thank you. You haven't watched The Bear, correct? I have not. I love The Bear. I feel like I've been living under a rock because I didn't even know about it until you wanted to do this episode. (laughs) There's so many shows. It's so hard to keep up. But something that I noticed as I was getting into this particular television program at the urging of one of my best friends since forever, Keisha Hay, who is a chef in Nashville. She was like, you have to watch the show. It's about being a chef it's super accurate heard all the buzz and yeah it delivered I thought it was really good and I noticed as I was watching it that Wilco is everywhere they're all over the show Mary that's pretty cool that's a reason to watch it right there good music taste yeah it takes place in Chicago you see obviously without giving too much away it's about a guy who's An elite chef goes back to run his family's restaurant and kind of tries to take it in a different direction than they had been going. It had been kind of more of an informal joint. And he's like, let's elevate it. Let's teach people some new skills. It's kind of a grittier Ted Lasso, the way that people have sort of put it. And as for the music, Mary, this is the kind of headline we're getting for the most part. Esquire says, the bear. Season two soundtrack, Midwestern Dads Rejoice. No. That's what they said. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. We've been very anti Wilco is dad rock here on the podcast. Yes. For the record. Yes. As evidenced by us two making a podcast about Wilco. Indeed. Could be because there's also Pearl Jam on there. There's also R.E.M. on the soundtrack a lot, which has its own little tie to Wilco, as we know, with Peter Buck kind of giving them a bit of a break in the beginning in the Uncle Tupelo days. Right. Mm -hmm. But there are other folks on there, man. The Breeders are on there. Kim Deal, she shows up. But anyway... I wanted to go through and talk about all the different songs that they use. Full disclosure, this is something that I pitched to the AV Club where I have been contributing as a freelancer for the past six, seven-ish months. Turns out that another freelancer, Todd Blazarski, already had something going and he killed it. He did such a good job just doing the 10 best needle drops from season two of The Bear. This is its own thing. This is Wilco specific. We're talking Wilco on this podcast. It's why we show up here. It's why we come. It's Wilco Cafe Hour. I like that. That would be an alternate title to our podcast. (laughs) So just for listeners' discretion, is this going to be spoilery? No. I think we can get away with not making it spoilery. No spoilers guaranteed. And that's the Wilco will love you promise. No spoilers. So let's let's get into it. Episode one of season one. The main character, Carmi, talks to his sister. It's the first time we're seeing her on camera. Honestly, first time we're being introduced to all these characters. Season one, episode one, right? He steps outside the kitchen. She's there. And what comes on in the background? But via Chicago by Wilco. Is it a particular part of Via Chicago or does it start from the beginning? It starts from the beginning. So we get that line in there. 
That's a very interesting context. Yeah. For a, a, a character and his sister. Yeah. You don't get the feeling that he dreamed about killing her again last night and it felt all right to him. You don't get that sense, but you do get a sense of tension. It's the vibe of the song, not necessarily the content. Yeah, I think that it's more like there's tension. And then there's also the line, I'm going home via Chicago. He's been gone. The main character has been traveling around. He's been off in New York, working at French Laundry, presumably in California. That's where that is, right? That's in Napa, I think. Yeah, you would know. For a second, my mind laps that this show takes place in Chicago, so it does make more sense, the use of that song. And I really appreciated the vibe of it because that song is very intimate. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of mournful, and it sort of hints at, like, a stuckness. You get all of that as the backdrop for this conversation between these two characters who are stuck in their relationship, who are stuck in their lives in general, who have shared a tragedy, as siblings often do. So that was a really cool choice, I thought. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So that's episode one. Then Wilco takes a little break, and they don't come back until episode five of season one. They're not in every episode, people. It's okay. They don't got to be in every episode, but they're still in many of them. So I consider that a Wilco stravaganza, Wilco Palooza. Usually you get like one song, maybe one. Yeah. You get, let's see, six. It's pretty good. Okay. Season one, episode five. The episode title is Sheridan. Wilco's back. Hello. They come back with Impossible Germany. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And this I love because they're collaborating and problem solving as a team at this point. And as they're cooking and it's showing their busy little hands at the oven and the stove and whatever, it is playing that three-part guitar solo. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. And that resonated so much with me because I remember when that album came out, reading an interview, I think it was in Rolling Stone, but you can citizen fact check me if you need to, listeners. I remember Jeff Tweedy talking about how that came to be, and he said that Nels had just joined, and I think Pat had also just joined, so we've got the new lineup, the new guitar playing dudes in the band, and... They described it as very organic, everyone adding these parts and riffing off of each other, and it sort of starts and ends in the same place, and it just seems like it coalesced in a really beautiful way, that whole solo, and it was like this unspoken communication and magic of making music with people who are, you know, newly working together, just like the people in that kitchen. Ah, I like that. Freaking excited when that song popped up. In season one, episode five, Sheridan. Nice. Done. Season one, episode seven, as well as season two, episode 10, we get the song Spiders Kid Smoke from A Ghost is Born. There is so much tension in that song, and it's so long. They don't use the whole thing in the second use of it. It's just kind of like 
shorthand for uh, remember when you heard this before, things were going really bad. Mm, it's like a leitmotif. Yes. And they use other songs like that. They use an REM song like that too as kind of these callbacks. Spider's Kid Smoke is their like kitchen chaos song, which I love because it just builds that almost mechanical rhythm at the beginning. And then you get all the little sort of synthy guitar solo-y spiders coming in. I think of them as little sonic spiders. <laughs> I like that. It's also from the version that they use on season one, episode seven, at least, I am sure, is the version from Kicking Television. And that song is long to begin with. They do a whole long scene. I think it's one shot as all of this chaos is unfolding. And at the end, you get the applause. So it's like after everything has happened and the scene ends, it's almost as if it's like applauding for the actors because it's just so tense and such a slog and a marathon and a disaster. <laughs> and kicking television, kicking television live in Chicago. It's in Chicago, which is pretty cool. And it is the first album with an expanded lineup featuring Nels Klein and Pat Sansone. So before, when I said Sky Blue Sky was the first album with Nels and Pat on it, it was the first studio album with Nels and yes. Pat on it. So they're there. Anyway, it's great. Nice. I love the way it's used. And I was so excited because it's Wilco. Every time Wilco popped up while I was watching The Bear, I was like, yes, and got really pumped, as I'm sure we all I did. would too. <laughs> Okay, then season two, episode one, we get handshake drugs. They're kind of making some new deals, making things happen, trying to see if they can keep the restaurant solvent after some major stuff has gone down previously. So it's like, of course, handshake drugs. Oh, yep. Yeah. That fits. That's that. That's all we need to say about that. Then season two, episode two, pasta, we get You're Not Alone. By Mavis Staples, but as we know, because we're fans, Jeff Tweedy wrote that song. Spencer drums on that album. It's all very special. It's a great album. All very Wilco relevant. We love Mavis on this podcast. We love Mavis so much on this podcast. Actually, this one made the list of 10 best needle drops in the Bear Season 2 on the AV Club in the article by Todd Lazarski. You can read what he had to say about that if you want. Just know that I was excited that it was like a Sly Wilco reference. So even though it's just you get Spider's Kid Smoke later in the season as the Kitchen Chaos shorthand and you get Handshake Drugs in episode one, you still get You're Not Alone by Mavis slash Jeff Tweedy slash Spencer in episode two. And guess what else? Season two, episode three, Sunday, you get I Like the Things About Me. By Mavis again. Another Jeff Tweedy song featuring Mr. Spencer. That's a good vibe. Yeah. And it's kind of when some of the characters have found their stride. They're feeling themselves. They're learning cool things. It plays over the end credits. So that episode just ends on like a really high note. And what could be more joyful than Mavis Staples singing that song? That's great. So that's it, really. You like those songs, Mary? Oh, of course I do. That was fun. It's cool to hear Wilco used in other contexts and to see a, like a mainstream modern show that uses Wilco. I have respect for that. I don't know if I'll ever watch The Bear, but I'm happy that Wilco was used on it. Yeah, The Bear is a great show. Also kind of a triggering show. So watch out if you've got family trauma and you 
don't want that resurfacing on you as you're sitting down to watch something for entertainment reasons. Or if you have like, you've worked in the back of the house or in front of the house in a kitchen or restaurant, maybe you have trauma there. Maybe you don't want that triggered. But anyway, it's a good show. Well done to everyone involved and to Wilco for essentially being co-writers on the show. Let's be honest. They basically wrote the bear. Basically. I mean, it's an integral part of the show from what you've just described. And they must have a really excellent music producer on that show. I feel like there's another name for that. Music supervisor. Well done, music supervisor, for having really good taste. Yeah. And the music supervisor on the bear was... Josh Sr. Christopher Storer. Oh, he's the show's creator and head writer. So he got in on that too. Oh, you know what? That makes a lot of freaking sense. So that's cool. The show's creator is actually very invested in what kind of music is being used, which is cool. It is cool. And that makes sense why it ties into story so much. Ooh, cool. Good job, Chris Storer. And guess what? His sister, Courtney Storer. She's an actual chef. She was a producer on the show. That was something that Keisha told me today. Very cool. All right, Mary, thank you for indulging me and my little fandoms. That was fun. I'm glad you thought it was. And I hope that you thought it was, listeners. And now we have some news. We're back, guys. We are back. We're totally back. This is not just a bonus episode, you guys. Like, we've rattled them off before to, like, buy time and be like, we still exist. No, no. We're back for real. Kicking off July 20th. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. So don't forget to like and subscribe so that you get notified of new episodes coming out. And make sure to follow us on Instagram because we'll post all kinds of fun stuff there at WWLY Podcast. Mm-hmm. And also you can email us at WWLYpodcast at gmail.com. And that is all that we have to say. We'll look forward to sharing more with you on July 20th. In the meantime, always remember, Luca will love you. They will. And we will. Goodbye, everybody. Go watch the bear. It's good. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye. Bye.